second hour of the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Hope your Saturday's off to a great start. Where are you shopping? What markets have you hit? I've seen some pretty pictures from the Mill City Farmers Market this morning. We know things are going on on both sides of town. Give us a call. Let us know. We would love your recommendations about where, what you're hitting and what you're seeing out there. Lots of fun places to shop local this weekend and pretty much every weekend in the summer. Our number is 651-641-1071. Of course, you don't have to call with a recommendation. You can just call with a question. Or just to say hi. Just to say right. hi. You we like that talk. too. But like what friends. are your what's on your mind? What are your challenges? What are you shopping for? We'd love to chat. Um, do we have any uh mailbag items that we need to clean up? Um, I don't I think we're good, right? I think we are. Yes. Yeah. I can't remember any right now anyway. Okay. All right. Well, um, we talked last hour about all of the the summer sales from anniversary to Prime Day. But now the next thing, get ready for it. I I hate to spoil what should be a perfect boating cabin weekend by mentioning it's time to start school shopping. But that's what's amazing. The numbers are out. The product is getting set up in the back of the stores. Yeah. And it's a little mind boggling how much money. Uh, people are expected right. to spend more more than they have in the past. Even is even though we may have high inflation and all of that, um, it the spending for back to school is expected to reach up to over thirty four billion dollars for kindergarten through twelfth grade, and to over twenty eight billion for college shoppers. I mean, that's a whole lot of money. Yeah, it um, is. Thirty-seven percent of back-to-school shopping <clears throat> shoppers, excuse me, are planning to spend more year over year. Um, but brand loyalty is not as important now because of the higher prices. People seem to be, you know, looking at at lower price items rather than sticking with what they've always right. had. People will make a change in what they buy, but they're not going to stop buying. I think that's the big takeaway right. from this. Right. Um, and I think I wonder a little bit if it's almost driven by the fact that we had a couple of years of not stocking up, of not buying new stuff right. for school Nobody, yeah. and and kind of what wanting to get back to that. during, you know, COVID with your kids? I mean, did they need, what did they need that you- not much. I mean, really? We, I mean, yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Like, we really didn't do like a they big. Didn't need new folders or backpacks. Or well, I think also such. as they get older these days, they actually carry less. I mean, yeah. so much of it is on, on their, their iPads yeah. or Chromebooks that you barely even need. I mean, they. I think the thing they need the most is seems to be three ring binders. It's always the three ring binders. Oh, I didn't know they still use those. Yeah, they use those for work that goes into them and pencils, but no, far less than when they were little. You still have to buy protractors. I remember buying you pro- <laughs> oh remember protractors. Yeah. What yes. You, now yeah. you buy like really fancy calculators that are very expensive and oh, do all kinds of I'm crazy glad things. That you were young when you were. <laughs> yeah. But there's still the basics, still glue sticks. Teachers oh. still need what I find more than ever. I just feel like when the teachers put out their requests, I just feel so bad. I want to help them. Yes. Well, they spend so much of their own money. That's what always That's kills. Me. Right. Yeah, it's hard to understand that. Yeah. Interesting, though, people are making choices that are not strictly driven by money. Fifty percent of those surveyed by the National Retail Federation said they are going out of their way to choose more sustainable product options when they're available. 
Um, and even though that means that on average, when you're shopping for sustainable things, you know, recycled papers and things like that, 22% more you're usually spending. Yeah. But people are caring that, you know, it was interesting. It's a different subject, but it's the same idea. Last night as I was putting my, um, remains of dinner into my compost bin Mm -hmm. and then I put my can from my drink into my recycle bin. Mm-hmm. I said to my husband, do you remember the days when we just had garbage? We just had garbage. It was mm-hmm. one thing. And now we have very little garbage. But it's an interesting thing how things have changed. And I really don't enjoy having that compost bin in my kitchen, even though it's underneath and it's covered and all that. Mm-hmm. But yet I would feel so totally guilty if I didn't do it. You know, I mean, and I think that, but I think that's what's happened with a lot of people, whether it's school supplies or whatever, we're much more conscious of that. This one was kind of weird. I'm not quite sure what to make of it, but um, for like the K through 12, spending on technology is actually going to be down this year, but spending on college age student technology is up 22%. Any theories on that? Why is that surprising? I mean, college From previous levels, right? But college kids would need those things more. Than I know, but I'm saying people saying? were spending more last year. Oh, Looking, oh, comparing what they're spending oh. this year to last year, it's going down for K through 12 and up for college. Well, because they're back in school, maybe, and they don't need the. I don't know. Okay, whatever. I don't know, but here's the thing: I do know. Okay, that along with that. Because obviously kids have to go to school dressed. They do not allow you to come unless you have clothes on. Mm-hmm. Um, Abercrombie Kids, just this past Thursday, launched their 2022 denim collection. And they've got additional options for fit and sizing. They've expanded their size range and are now offering size 5, 6 to 17, 18. And they also include short, regular, and long lengths. And the thing that I think is um, really interesting is I know that you have said that you always had trouble, like, because you have a son who's very thin. And so sometimes you can't find... I wouldn't say thin, I would say skinny. Okay, I was trying to be nice. It's my (laughs) grandson. Um, That, you know, that they are realizing that maybe they have to update what they do in terms of waistband adjusters and all of that, that all kids aren't built the same. Well, I mean, Gap and Old Navy have been doing that forever. Well, maybe it's but new maybe to Abercrombie, the, yeah. But. Well, they um, Abercrombie interviewed over a thousand children, parents, and associates about what they would like changed, mm-hmm. and this is how they came up with some of their new um, products. And they said that we know kids grow at their own pace and sometimes sizing can be challenging. Mm -hmm. And I think I think the biggest trend in apparel, especially in the kids realm, is just all everything gender neutral. Right. And so they right. They they have gone with that, too. They have an everybody collection Mm -hmm. um, and they cover all the trends and in uh, color and style. And this, they're not the first retailer to do that either. Um, no. PacSun Kids launched this category a year ago. Uh, then they also have a fully dedicated gender neutral brand called Color Range that is coming out in the fall. Hmm. And Old Navy has a gender neutral section. Yeah. And Target has had one yeah. for a while too. So, yeah. you know, that's kind of nice to see. 
Well, the Abercrombie stuff looks cute. I sometimes forget about them, and I think most parents think of them as being more expensive than the options at the Gap and Old Navy, certainly just in terms of the kind of sales. But it's worth checking out. There's some cute stuff. Yeah. Okay, and then I'm not sure how you're going to make a transition, because I know the other thing that you were just dying to talk about right now is uh, <laughs> the new Peloton ad, which I guess, here's here's how we can do it. Here's okay. how we can get from back-to-school fashion to Peloton, which okay. has nothing to do with each okay. other. Right. So you got to wear clothes to school. Right. You don't when you're working out with your Peloton. Absolutely, and that was a perfect segue. Thank you. At least you don't have to if you are Christopher Maloney. Um People probably are familiar with the actor from Law and Order, yeah. Organized Crime. If you're not, I mean, just watch the ad. Yeah. Um, wow. Did you know he was in that kind I of shape? I did not know he was quite, I, I did know he was buff. I've seen him on programs, but Dang. I didn't know quite to this extent. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember how old it says he is. I feel like he's at least in his 50s. Well. And, no, excuse me. He is 61. Seriously? Whoa. You got to go to YouTube, kids. He does and, not look. No, 61. he has done a nude ad. Nude for ad. Don't get too excited. It's pixelated. I, I mean, it's a wonderful ad. I, I think you know if Peloton wants people to start talking about them again, it's technically he's talking about the app and that when he works out, he, this is how he prefers to work out. Right. He's it's naked. very. He's it's, totally deadpan, and they don't address it. They just show him, and it's kind of the you know his bits very are funny. blurred it, out. Well, and at the very end, they say something like, "Most people wear when they exercise wear pants, unless you're Christopher Maloney." Right. But that's the only I, acknowledgement. But the funnier thing is earlier, he he just looks at the camera and just totally serious, just says, yes. apparently you see him. He's naked and he's lifting these heavy, heavy weights. Right. right. And his bike is behind him. And he says, apparently some people think the way I work out is strange. Honestly, I don't get it. I don't think working out with the Peloton app is strange at all. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah. It is very I, cute. I mean, the only thing I want to know, because they do, like, they have a cameraman behind him, so when he's doing certain things, he, he kind of turns around and says, you okay back there? Yeah. Do you think he really was naked when he did No, that? I think he's wearing, like, you know, like, yeah. nude, like, bikini panties. I mean, they make it sound <laughs> I like you can call him that for I, I don't think you do. He's wearing briefs. That's what I think. I think he's wearing nude briefs like they do in the movies. That are, I you wonder, know, and I think that's what people are probably talking about, too. I, maybe it'll come out. Maybe, well, everything yes. else did. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> anyway, it is, it's good humor. If you haven't already caught it on YouTube, go check it out. It's worth it. And that's what they were counting on when they made this Absolutely. commercial. Spot, that's for sure. When we get back, you can count on news that may or may not be useful to you. Our tech <laughs> report is next. It's well, even though she can't locate her Alexa, who might be speaking to her from the basement or the attic or just inside her head, my mother is still all knowing when it comes to technology. She's got the ear of Apple and Google. They wait every week to the core. That's right. It is time for the tech report. The Internet is a series of tubes. Tubes. Time once again for Harmony's Tech Report. You know, Allie, it's good to be an entrepreneur and to have ideas and things that you sort of think, seriously? There is a man whose name is Mort Fertel, and he says that there are three things in life you can be sure of. Death, taxes, and laundry. 
Mm. And he and his son. That's came. a really fun twist on that old well, standard. Are you making fun of Mort? Because <laughs> no. I don't think that's really very no, no. nice. What is Mort doing with this Mort? realization? <laughs> okay, listen to what he's doing. You okay. should be this okay. lucky. Okay, yes, yes. He, and actually he gives credit to his 16-year-old son. They started developing an app for a company that they call Sudsters. Yeah, we wrote about <clears> this <throat> in Start MN. Is that where you got this story? No, I didn't. Oh, and I well, could tell maybe you where you it was and give somebody else credit, but I'm not going to. Okay, good. Yes, maybe I will. Yeah. I will give KSDP credit. Well, where do you think KSDP got that story? Straight out of the spring issue of Start How MN. How do you know they didn't get it, that you didn't get it from them? Our listeners Because we that. did it first. <laughs> You know, this is not the place for the argument. I am trying to give our listeners information because I think this is, I mean, like, I think it's brilliant that they came up with this. So they have this company and the way it works, they, that first of all, they have just surpassed over a hundred thousand Sudsters signing up on their platform. So the way it works is the company's app connects a person Two that needs their laundry done with the Sudsters who are available. And the Sudsters have just minutes to reply if they're available or not. So if you're the clothes owner, you pay a dollar per pound. Sudster keeps 75 cents of that. And the service includes door-to-door delivery. So as a customer, you download the app, you put in your address. And it's, it's the Uber of laundry. The yes, question is, you, do, you, do you want somebody else doing your laundry? I'm trying to give laundry. information here. Okay? Mm-hmm. So the way so that our listeners know if they want to do this, you put in your address, give any special instructions, and then they tap, do my laundry, and they're done. And you put it outside your door, and it will be picked up, and it will be brought back. And they are making um, millions. The company says it is now earning more than a million dollars a month mm-hmm. after increasing their business 20-fold since the pandemic hit. Um, they're, only, they're headquartered in Minnesota and in Salt Lake City. But I just think, you know, I mean, I can't imagine having someone else do my laundry, but I think for a lot of people that is like a fabulous idea. They don't want to be bothered. Well, it's also a, a, a good side hustle on, or I mean, it's become a, ni- a nice way to earn money for right, people for who've pe- either been right. laid off, people who didn't want to leave their house or who just looking to do something a little extra. You're yep. home with kids. You can make money. The, um, the most enterprising of Sudsters are making, we reported, like um, $5,000 a month. Yeah. I mean, that's a really good deal. Yeah. But I have enough trouble doing my own laundry. I don't want to do someone else's. Do you? Well, you're not really the right Sudster I am not market. a Sudster. <laughs> what can I say? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you like Wordle. Do you play okay. Wordle? Not as much as you do, but it's okay. Well, what yeah. do you mean as much? If you play, you play every day. I, I don't play every well, day. Well, so you're not a Wordle. I, okay. Yeah. Well, so I would say once every two weeks. Oh, you're so busy. Okay. I just don't. I forget about it, and then okay. all of a sudden I do it. Well, Here's another way you can play it. It is being turned into a multiplayer board game, of course. Really? The New York Times has, has you know, they purchased Wordle. Yes. And now they're part of A lot of with, people feel like they've made them too hard. Oh, they're much obscure. harder than they used to. Oh, yeah. It's not simple words anymore. But is that just also a function of, like, you can't keep repeating words like above? 
Oh, there are a lot of words out there. <laughs> Have you ever checked how many words are out there? Uh, I'm sure somebody knows how many five-letter words there are. I'm sure somebody does. It's not me, though. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they partnered with Hasbro, and they have now brought this digital uh, game into a physical one called Wordle the Party Game. It will there are all- 158,395 letter words. I'll have you know. Thank it's not you. that many. Well, they've got a few days that they can a say. A few more days, yeah. yes. Anyway, so um, the whole idea of this, obviously it's been a solitary game, but now it's a group game. So I don't think it sounds that great. It's one player thinks of a five-letter word, and the others have to guess and see who can guess first. And when you guess it, then you put a, a tile on the correct letter. It, it's a board that can just you know dry erase so that you can wipe it off and play again on it. And we think this um, is going to be more fun than Scrabble? I don't know, but I mean, it's, you know, you probably could have more people playing it and it's a different kind of game. Anyway, it's going to be available in North America in October. You can pre-order it um, beginning Thursday for nineteen ninety nine. Also, isn't this and, kind of the opposite of technology? You're now talking about board games in the tech report. I am talking about a digital game that is becoming. I see. It's because so it's being reverse engineered that makes this it is tech what report happens. material. That's right. I see. And because that's what our listeners want to know. Oh, wow. Okay? I just had no idea you were so dialed in. I am in. so dialed in. So anyway, it'll ship October 1st, uh-huh. but that could change. Um, the other thing that Keep I think posted. is really interesting to know is that Google is now concerned about TikTok because it is the fastest growing social media app and it is where young people go to conduct internet searches. Okay, that's so fascinating. That's than- so interesting. We were talking about this at um the you magazine this week. Let me finish, do you? No, it's just it's <laughs> yes. to think about using right. TikTok for search. I can't And this is what they are doing now and their uh vice president said that some something like almost 40% of young people, when they're looking for a place to lunch, they don't go to Google Maps or search. They go to TikTok or Instagram. That's wild. And so they are now looking in to what they can do to make them come back to Google. That's a major um, shift in realization. Absolutely. And I, I believe they're scared. Oh, I'm sure they are. Yeah. So they are making changes to their search engine to get kids to go back to Google, but uh, there is insider intelligence that says TikTok advertising revenue will overtake YouTube by 2024. Dang. Well, do keep us Things are changing. When we get back, how do you get your kids interested in sewing? Welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Well, mom, no big secret. You're not really so much for the home act side of things excuse me always willing to go shopping always willing to take me but you never really taught me how to sew well maybe it's because i had home ec as a kid and made a circle skirt and a blouse and tie that i did the best i could and still got a really bad grade on it mm, and that traumatized. Was traumatized traumatized totally well you know i have wondered from time to time how the heck could i still learn how to sew what yeah. would i do with that skill and how in the world do you get kids interested in it today Good question you know what mom what i think we should ask an actual expert ah 
We need an expert. Expert. Time now for the shop girls to ask. She really knows what she's talking about. He knows everything. Everything. An actual expert. Hear that? We got an expert here. We sure do. I am so delighted to welcome Kiona Cook, executive director of Lovely's Sewing and Arts, right here in Minneapolis. They offer classes. They do events. Kiona, we want to hear all about it. Okay. Hello. <laughs> And thank you all first for having me on the show. Certainly. Well, absolutely. Kiona, first, for those who haven't heard of Lovely Sewing and Arts, tell everybody a little bit about what you do and, and how you got started doing this. So my mom Uh-oh. actually taught me how to hand sew uh-huh. when I was six years old. Oh, uh-huh. you're making uh-huh. me look yep. really bad. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then after that, I learned how to sew on a sewing machine when I was 16 oh. through my godmom who has, well, she just, my godmom's mom who recently passed away last year mm-hmm. uh, at Peace by Peace Quilt Shop, Delma oh. Buckner. So I learned how to sew on the sewing machine. And then after that, I have always had a desire to design and make women and little girls feel beautiful from the inside out. Hmm, so I oh, ended wonderful. up going off to college, mm-hmm. got my bachelor's in fashion design from the Savannah College of Art and Design. Uh-huh. But I also knew that going to school would help me come back to the community to fill a void because Home economics was taken out of the public schools in the 1980s. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So the late 19th, it was taken out then. But since then, I've been running my programs in North Minneapolis. Now I'm located in the North Loop. I've been in the North Loop for going on three years. I just love teaching and I love being able to share the skills with people and the people that have come to me have been people like, well, I kind of want to learn how to sew, but I really don't remember how to sew. Or I took a home economics yeah. class when I was younger, but I'm not really into that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think Until- it's it's one of those many things that is just sort of lost. And as we spend more and more time on screens, you just forget about. And for kids, it's all of those like motor skill, fine motor skills. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, what do you see when, when a kid, cause you're teaching young kids, what happens when a kid learns how to sew? So when a kid comes to my class, they understand, most of the kids call me auntie. It doesn't matter where they're from. Let's start there. They all call me auntie. Uh, But we actually build a relationship around what they love to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in school settings, kids are, like, stuck doing things that they don't want to do. But what's really fun about my classes at Lovely Sewing and Arts Collective is they start with the basics, and they make and enchanting, that's what I call them. They're enchanting owls that the kids make and they name them. Mm. And that's probably the hardest project, but we start them off with that. So they learn how to sew by hand and they also learn how to sew on the sewing machine in four classes. Mm-hmm. And the excitement that the kids have on their faces from finishing a project right. is priceless. It, yeah, it's got to be such a good feeling for them to see what they have made. Absolutely. 
absolutely. And then I've had kids, like the kids that are in my classes right now, some of them, it's their first month coming. Some of them have been coming for five, six, seven years. Wow. Wow. But it depends on the child. Uh, And I don't limit the kids in the classes. If I have a kid in the class that's advancing, I'm going to continue to advance them so that they can continue to do what they love to do. And I ask the kids, like, okay, this is what you have to do for the first month, which is make the owl. After that, I'm going to continue to challenge you, continue to hold you accountable because regardless to if you're four or you're 16 or you're 17 or you're 18, you're an accountable leader to yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to lead yourself in making the right decision. But the real question, Kiona, do you think you could teach my mother to sew? Oh, that's... absolutely. Oh. Ms. Har- Listen, Miss Harmony. Yes. <laughs> I know you're thinking you got a bad grade yeah. on your projects from back in the day. Right. But you know what? The reality of the situation is maybe you had a bad teacher. I think you know Ooh, what? I love that. I think <laughs> I, I think you're absolutely right. I can still picture that outfit, and I really thought I had done a really good job. Yeah, I worked hard. Yeah. The thing that I think is nice, Kiona, too, to know is that you do like if they're in the class, they're not they're not stifled if they're ready to move up into what they make next. You move them up into the the, the next project. And and maybe you didn't have a bad teacher. Maybe you had a teacher in the class where there was just a lot of kids in the class and she just didn't get a chance to give you that one-on-one attention. Sure. And that's why I keep my classes small so that all of the kids can get that one-on-one attention that they deserve. Kiona, I know you do classes for adults as well, and you've got your mobile studio. Are you seeing more adults who, like us, are not so skilled with the sewing machine who want to know how to sew now? Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I have more adults calling me because they're like, are you offering group sessions? Yes, I am offering group sessions. So I have more adults calling me than I have parents signing up their kids to come to the program. It's kind of weird, but I keep trying to explain to everybody, if you love to sew and you have kids, just imagine how much further along they'll be if they start at an earlier age. And do your graduates, I mean, are they, like, designing their own wardrobes? Are they the next class of Project Runway? Like, what is everybody doing with this knowledge? So they're designing. They're sharing the information with their brothers and sisters. They are going on. One of my uh, students that was taking private lessons with me, she actually moved to California, and she's designing for a few famous people right now. Oh, really? The the sky is the limit. There's no limit to what you can do in the sewing classes. And uh, from me building relationships and building up partnerships, I've even skyrocketed over COVID because before COVID, my business was suffering mm-hmm. because people look at someone as uh, as a lost art. Yeah, right. But honestly, we have to transform the way we look at different things because sewers became just as essential as doctors and nurses during COVID. Yeah. My nonprofit made over 3,000 masks. Oh, wow. Oh, sure. And it's not that sewing isn't essential. It's not that sewing isn't needed. It's just a way that 
people speak about sewing because we do have to wear clothes on our back every day, right? That's right. <laughs> I hope so. Well, unless, most of us, yeah. unless you're, unless you're uh, what's Christopher his Maloney. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's another topic. <laughs> The reality of the situation is doctors and nurses and everything else, they have to have clothes to put on. We as everyday folks, we need clothes to put on as well. And so is our needed for that. And I don't want another catastrophe to happen for us to get the word out about little kids and sharpening their minds by teaching them sewing and yoga through my program. Yeah, right. needed. Right, right. You know, there's another thing you do that's interesting to me. You have a kids' summer fashion camp. What is that? Yes, Yes, the kids' summer fashion camp is going amazing. And if you all have time, the next Friday, which is the 22nd from 2 to 3 p.m., we're going to have a rooftop fashion show with the kids showcasing everything that they created in the classes over the last week, well, this current week, and next week. So there will be about 10 or 15 kids total that will be showcasing what they've made in the class. They've made capes. They've made skirts and pants. And some of these kids, when they came into the class, they didn't know how to sew at all. But they still were able to learn how to make a simple pair of pants or a simple skirt or a cape because they were able to get that one-on-one attention. And all of them are happy with their capes. So this show is open to the public, even if you're not in the class and you're not the parent of someone in the class, people could come? Absolutely. Because just like you go to a fashion show for adults, kids need to be cheered on, too. Right. I love it. And is it at your um, studio on Washington? So we're not having it at the studio on Washington. We're going to have it at a bigger rooftop, which is three blocks over at the archive. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, all the information, you can go to lovelysewing.org um, and get all the information. Sign up for a class. Get your friends together. Kiona, you know my next big thing? You know what I really want to learn? Uh-oh. How to sew a zipper. Why is it so oh. expensive to replace oh. zippers? It is expensive to replace yep. zippers, and it's also easy to come and learn how to put a zipper in through me. Really? I might do that because I almost, I had a favorite, favorite hoodie and the zipper is broken and I've taken it to like three places and they want to charge me like 40, 50 bucks. I'm like, I think that's what the hoodie costs. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But if you learn, I'm going to take pictures of that because that would be amazing to me. I don't, can you even sew a button on? Okay. I can sew buttons. Just remember mom, this is all your fault. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Everything is my fault. (laughs) Kiona to the rescue. Kiona Cook, what an amazing thing you're doing. Lovely sewing and arts. Check it out. Sign your kids up. um, And we just appreciate you chatting with us and hope you'll come back again. I definitely would love to come back and chat with you all again. And I will say this, in addition to the website, please follow us on on Instagram at Lovely Sewing. Lovely Sewing. Okay. All of the information is on there, too. So it's L-O-V-E-L-Y-S. S-E-W-I-N-G. That's easy That's right. enough. Okay. Um, follow along. You'll see all the work that the kids are doing. And um, definitely check out the fashion show on Friday. That's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks, Kiona. Thank you. We will be back to wrap up the show right after this. Don't go away. 
Shop You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Thanks for joining us today. I hope you are having a great weekend. Or, you know, if it's a Tuesday and you're podcasting, we love that too. We hope good, you're having a good Tuesday. Good then. any day of the week. <laughs> right. We've been having a lot of fun this summer mocking the coastal grandma trend, mainly just because it's just a catchy name that's caught on. But... Um, here's some good news. If coastal grandma isn't really your thing, how about fancy grandma? Fancy grandma. I thought, mom, that you would be the perfect person to ask, seeing as you are actually a grandma. That's true. How do you feel about the new trend sweeping through social media called fancy grandma and what is it is it well, an ode to you was it inspired by you no did you start it no I <laughs> what really is happening didn't. what um, is happening on tiktok it's it, according to things i read that it's very much like coastal grandma except fancier it's got a little more spice to it i see because coastal grandma is very you know whites and beiges diane and, keaton yeah Okay, yeah, so if Diane example. Keaton is coastal grandma, who's the fancy grandma? Well, fancy grandmas are more like, do you remember the um, nanny with Fran Drescher? Yeah. Okay, and the mother on there, who was played by Renee Taylor, as I remember, she was a fancy grandma. Um, it's a lot more, there's a lot more flair to it. Like well, who's dressing sweat. that way? Well, actually, I saw an article in, in Style that showed some celebrities who are not grandmas Mm -hmm. who have sort of taken up this look. It's the idea of more prints and metallics, um, more embellishment in, in your clothing and maybe more shine and shimmery looks. They even showed a picture of Lizzo and said that, you know, what, what she was wearing because she had this shiny coat that had fur, I, I hot pink fur. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In hot pink on, on the, uh, sleeves and the, Collar. So what do you um, make of this? What does it say about us that we're all aspiring to look like grandmas of one kind or another? Well, Why does this become a thing? I don't think that grandmas necessarily look like grandmas. Maybe that's what it there is. There it is. You know, there I mean, it is. Your proof of that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that that's really true. I don't think, you know, we all know people who can be old at 50 and people who are young at 80. So, you know, I mean, it's, it's all in your attitude and your lifestyle and the way you want to dress, mm-hmm. you know. So, and it makes for a good hashtag on it social does, media. It does make for a good hashtag. Yeah. Yes, okay. it does. Well, that's funny. Meanwhile, um, is this is Mrs. Harris part of this fancy grandma trend? Mrs. Harris is a new movie came out yesterday and everybody, especially in the fashion world, is talking about it with great delight. It's supposed to be wonderful. I like a delight. Well, I do, too. I'm afternoon to like. Oh, well, that's a different kind. But um, it's all it's a movie that's all about this woman who is a cleaning lady who falls in love with a dress from Dior. It's a Dior gown. Mm -hmm. Um, It's set in the 50s in London. And it is charming from everything I understand. And they did all of these wonderful things to recreate uh, the way the Dior showroom was then. Hmm. And they found clothes that were actually worn back then, some of the Dior designs. Where is this streaming? Where no. Is this? Oh, this is like no, in the theater. This is a real movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, How novel. Is a, it is. Yeah, it's a real movie that you have to go out and see. But 
everybody, uh, all the movie critics are really giving it high marks. Hmm. So I think it would probably Who's in be, it? Do we know? Her name is Leslie Manville. Okay. Um, she is the star, and she was in something else I like that, I know that name. yes, she was in another movie that everybody said she was great in, and I'm trying okay. well, to. Well, it's Mrs. Remember. Harris Goes to Paris. So it is. Check she was, that she out. was known for her work. Oh, she was in Cruella uh, and Mad Max Fury Road and The King's Speech. Okay. All right. We have just a couple minutes left. Let's get you to some steals and deals. Enough with all of these online sales. If you want real deals, you go to Tents. You go to Sidewalks. You go to Tents. You go to Excelsior. Thursday marks the opening of Crazy Days in downtown Excelsior. It's the 21st through the 24th. Mark the calendar. These will be some serious deals. All of the stores in downtown Excelsior, almost all locally owned, they wait all year to really put their major markdowns out on display. And you can find some amazing deals at all of the stores. So that and starts Thursday? It starts on Thursday. Through Sunday? Mm-hmm. Okay. And it is truly um, some of the best shopping days of the summer in Excelsior everywhere from Kesara to um, Brightwater to Vore. So many good local stores in Excelsior. So go out and support them and get some good deals while you're at it. Um, in the North Loop, Requisite, which is a great shop that you need to cross Washington. If you're on the side where the hewing is, go across the street, go down a few doors. It's totally worth it. Such a great shop. Um, and their summer sale is on now and looking at some of the things um, in their weekly email that are on sale, like great summer styles that you'd want to wear right this minute. And now Uh they're on sale. That's the beauty of it. So um, go check that out um, if you will. And we mentioned them earlier, but there are just so many good places to get out and go shopping and support local this weekend everywhere from, um, Ah, where I lost my spot. Sorry. Um, there is, I got to get back to it because I have the whole list right here. <laughs> oh, the Minnehaha um, Falls Art Festival is going on today and tomorrow. That would be a really fun one to hit. Um, we mentioned it just a little while ago, but Hopkins Raspberry Fest, it wraps up this weekend. So get out there today or tomorrow for the big fashion show. Um, there are, Kegan Case is doing a summer market. You could eat, you can shop more than 40 local makers and that's going on today and tomorrow Um, on and on you can go to mspmag.com check out the calendar there get all the tips have a great weekend everybody